Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Game Plan Coaching Podcast. It's been a while. Great to be back, Jimmy. Always good to be back with the great team here. And this week, or for this episode, we will be discussing um, how to survive a hot week. So, Isaac, what do we define to be a hot week at Game Plan Coaching? Jimmy, I would define a hot week as more than two sacks in a week with a concurrent increase in learning load. So you've got two sacks in a week, but you can't ignore your other subjects because the other sacks are coming shortly as well, right? But I know some students have up to five sacks in a week. I've heard five in a week. So it could be anywhere between that two to five range and the learning still going, Jimmy. How did I do there? I love that quantitative approach. You know, I love the numerical side of things. So greater than or equal to two sacks, you're in a hot week. Um, and this is really the the here and now for students um, in the thick of it, in the middle of year 12, where we are right now. Uh, so term two and term three are sort of filled with these hot weeks. And, you know, it's just a, a matter of survival. And I guess we want to unpack some of the the tips uh, that, that our esteemed panel recommends to, to be able to hopefully get through your hot week, but also to still perform well in those assessments. So I'll bring in Angelica, as always, um, who has always got some great advice on these uh, matters. So, Angelica, I know you probably uh, shelled some of these memories about surviving these hot weeks, but take us back to to one of the hot weeks that you experienced um, and how did you manage it and how did you sort of keep yourself going and try to perform at your best? I know there's lots of life this, so feel free to start anywhere and then we can jump in and support what you're saying. Yeah, definitely. I think there's like a lot um, of different things that kind of are involved in dealing with hot weeks. But I think the main thing that I learned and the main takeaway from the end of my year 12 experience was just choosing your battles. And I think just being harsh, because realistically, when you've got like a lot on in a period of time within a week, you need to be prioritizing. And so I think I initially really struggled because I really wanted to, you know, do as much as I possibly could for every single sack in a week, but it's really unrealistic. So I think you need to learn and I think organizing is this really big thing in dealing with a hot week, but you need to learn with, um, you need to learn about what is the most important thing that you should be attending to, what sack is the most important. And I think, to be honest, that might just be to do with weight or um, the weighting of the sack or how you're currently performing. And you need to attend to that a little bit more than other sacks. And it's a hard thing to do, but you have to do it because you don't have all the time in the world. And then I think another thing to do with that like lack of time is really prioritizing how you use it. And you kind of, as much as it feels like weird to throw yourself in the deep end when you've got a sack, you kind of need to. So be exposing yourself to practice sacks and things like that because you don't have the luxury of time to be, you know, revising the basics. You kind of need to get into the um, tougher content. So I think that's it. Just being a bit harsh with um, how you um guide your study so i think that's my number one tip jimmy yeah look that's i mean so many ways we can sort of unpack this but that that is first and foremost um as you're approaching your you know your hot week uh and you know some people have back-to-back hot weeks unfortunately but you you really need to understand how much weighting each sack is going to give you so for example many people would be doing the method sack right now over the next week or two And we know that it's a heavily weighted sack. There's only three sacks in the year. It is worth 20% of your study score. So naturally, if methods is part of your hot week, 
you're probably going to gravitate to doing a bit more practice in that area, given that you've got that finite time, that, that resource that is so valuable, but at the same time, it's so limited. So what Angelica is saying is spot on. You can't be perfect everywhere. And, and that's, I know, Angelica, that would have been a challenge for you um, yeah. to let go of the idea of, you know, I want to get as good as I can in every, it's just not possible in some of these hot weeks. And I think just letting go of that men, that mentality is going to be really advantageous to know it's it's okay um, that you can't get everything as well as possible just because it's the nature of the beast. So the first thing is know what each thing is worth. It, your teachers will tell you this information. Often as students, you don't listen to this information, but please reinforce what that information is. So Yorgs, I guess I'll pass over to you and that that idea of, you know, knowing you're going into the into the jungle for a week uh, and and you're going to be challenged in so many ways and the ability to just let go of the idea of perfection and and doing everything in every moment and sacrificing, I guess, you know, the short-term sleep and putting everything on hold for some of these things. Like how do you, how do you feel like students um, deal with these hot weeks? Because, you know, we speak to many kids um, over a long period of time and, and, you know, well-being seems to sort of th be thrown out the window during these hot weeks. So do you have any advice as to try to find that right balance between obviously giving your best but also not like burning yourself out and creating like longer term damage. Yeah, absolutely, Jimmy, because it is, uh, I guess, a go to where we do sacrifice things that we don't seem as uh, we don't think are as important, like those uh, things around our general well-being, uh, self-care. And uh, what I'm talking about in this sense, Jimmy, it may sound cliche, but things like your positive uh, sleep routine, which is so important. We can't emphasise that enough. Good sleep helps with the consolidation of learning and your memory. So if you're not getting good sleep, you're not getting bang for your buck in terms of your study. So still try and get that eight, eight hours. We may not get that amount, but you want to get close to. So it's so important. Uh, things that get you going in the morning, and we've spoken about it before, but a little bit of exercise in the morning is the best way to clear the adenosine, that chemical that makes you sleepy and lethargic in the morning. Um, so doing a bit of exercise each day in the morning, preferably. Um, eating well, keeping yourself, uh, I guess, nutrition. Um, you want to have that energy, and you get that from eating regularly and having fluids regularly as well. And these are things we forget when we uh, get into the situation of a hot week because we're just doing our utmost to get everything that we want done. Um, so I really think it is so important to maintain that self-care. I can't emphasize that enough, Jimmy. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that that's our ethos here at Game Plan is that we, we build positive routines and even during hot weeks, we don't just throw those routines out just because we feel like mm. uh, we've got less time. Like that's when your routines actually become even more important, you know, when you're being Absolutely. challenged and that, that consistency is what we really want you guys to focus on. So um, yeah. you make some great points there. And I, now, now I'll pass over to, to Isaac who, um, you know, these hot weeks, they don't, they don't stop uh, when you finish school. Uh, unfortunately for those in year 12, hoping that you're going to get the, uh, the, uh, the mirage appearing in the first year uni, or maybe in the first semester we'll see, but um, they keep coming. And Isaac, you know, you're in the, in the midst of some of your own hot weeks at the moment with some of your, you know, final exams that you're preparing for in, the, in your medical degree. So the skills that you developed by going through the, the VCE journey and surviving these hot weeks, do you feel like those skills have helped you along in the next part of your education? 
Absolutely, Jimmy. I'm in the desert right now. It's that hot. Um, and I have to say, uh, yes, I am. And short memory helps in a way. So what do I mean by that is if you have a bad sack in the week and you've got two, three or four, you've got to move on. Short memory, move on to the next. And and for me, that's something I've always adopted. If something doesn't go my way, I have to move forward. Dwelling is just going to eat up time and then you you sort of stew on it and then it's it, it ruins your momentum, right, going forward. And that's going to be so important because, as as I said, in terms of the definition, you have other things. You've got commitments. You've got concurrent learning. You've got to do. If you're just dwelling on, you know, Monday was was a bad sack. Well, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. What's your mindset going to be like going forward? And as as sort of the rest of the panel here is is hinted at, mindset is going to be so important. So, Jimmy, that that's the biggest thing I took. I remember having a week of sacks, and the first sack I just didn't didn't do my best on. Didn't give it didn't have a good sack and that, that happens sometimes, right? Just not feeling it, not, not, you know, maybe didn't sleep well, all, all, all these factors um, accumulate, but I acknowledge that that's in the past now I have to move on. Obviously sometimes it's difficult to do that, but it was necessarily necessary to move forward. And that's something I, I have to do to this day because there's plenty of more marks and plenty more sacks to come. Yeah. It's a brilliant piece of advice and such a, you know, life piece of advice that when you, you know, you're, performing in any kind of assessment, you know, we're emotionally invested. Um, and that's challenging that when things don't go your way, that that can sort of, um, you know, seep into, into your mindset and then the next day and then you got the next sack and all of a sudden, you know, a bad a bad sack turns into a bad hot week and all of a sudden your your morale goes down and then your motivation goes down. So oh, that's a critical point you brought up, Isaac. So that's a, it's fantastic that you're still using these kind of things, your learnings from year 12. And that's what we're passionate about is, um, you guys learning about your own journeys uh, in your your studies that you're going to continue to apply later in life. That's, that's so important. So uh, the next point I want to bring up, and I'll, I'll start with Angelica here as well, is, is this idea of, you know, parallel study. So you've got your, your hot week where you, you're getting busy with, you know, two or three sacks or greater than or equal to two. I like that. I think I might come up with a formula for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, sacks in your week, but then you've got other subjects that you're still doing that concurrent learning for. It must be really challenging to be able to try and study for your SAC, but then keep up with that parallel study of, you know, your other subjects, because at, at some point they're going to become the the epicenter of your next hot week. So how do you maintain some kind of balance there and not just, you know, throw out everything um, that's not part of your SACs in that week? Yeah, I think it's like a general struggle that everybody goes through. I think for me personally, what I would do is I'd set 15 minutes, like probably a bit more than 15. Like I dedicate maybe like 30, 40 minutes of my study every single day just to catching up. And honestly, that would be like the first thing I would do. So I would do, I would um, prioritize actually keeping up with my like day-to-day content over SAC prep, just because I knew that when SAC, like SAC prep is going towards something being assessed and I have to do it at the end of the day because I feel the pressure of SACs. So if I leave that later, I know I'll get it done at some point. I'm more likely to be able to like shift things around to get, you know, SAC prep in. Whereas keeping up with content, I'm probably less likely to do that. So I would start on that when I'm feeling peak motivation just to make sure that like I'm keeping up with everything just a little bit every single day. And as annoying as it is, really, future self will, like, you'll be thanking yourself. So honestly, like, it's just important just 
prioritize that even though it feels weird um especially when your sacks like assessed and things like that but yeah i think that's probably my advice no it's 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 fantastic advice and, and it, it, it takes great discipline and foresight to do what angelica is saying because as a teacher like you you know when students you have your conversations with students and you know they're going through you know their hot weeks and you can see them visibly in class day by day start to lose um you know touch with what you're with what you're explaining in class. So, you know, you start on a Monday and you feel like most of the class are with you, but by, by, by the end of the week, you're explaining concepts and students just look, sort of roll in their eyes and you know that they haven't had a chance to do that day-to-day consolidation and therefore they're just creating a, a bigger hole uh, later on it and going to create more pressure for themselves in, in time to have to catch up um, after that hot week subsides and then they're going to have to do all these catch-ups. So, that, that, that ability to just stay disciplined and, and be consistent in half an hour a day or whatever, just staying in touch with content. Um, and then your motivation is always going to be there for sex, as Angelica said. So you know that's coming. You know it counts. So to get the, the more challenging thing out of the way um, at the start of the day and then save the stuff that you're obviously more motivated for at the end of the day, that's unbelievable that you had that discipline to do that. And it's testament to your success, Angelica. It's actually it's outstanding. So um super super piece of advice it's again easy to say hard to do but this is where we need uh people around us to support us to to help us stay on track and and yours I'll, I'll jump over back to you here about you know we're big on the support team at game plan and getting the right people around us be it friends or, or parents or teachers in these hot weeks so um what do you recommend for people to do i guess in those hot weeks from a support perspective in in terms of study and also well-being what do you recommend yeah well jimmy one of the greatest examples of uh positive things to do around this period was from another amazing game plan member who set up a bit of a network a support network with other students that she worked well with uh in each of the subjects so there was that support they were able to kind of support each other through provide resources bounce things off study together And we know one of the main elements behind motivation is social connection, you know, and and it ensures that you're not going to get isolated during this period as well. And it was a really great idea. And all those important people around you, your parents, your teachers, they're there to support you as well. Your teachers, don't forget, they're your greatest resource. If you've got any questions, ask them for help because they're there to support you. The better you do, the better it is for them. And, yeah, one other thing I did want to uh, highlight, Jimmy, is that those happiness activities we talk about, don't give them up completely during this period. No matter how busy you are, you need something to look forward to. It's going to be a motivating factor in you with your work, knowing that there's something yeah, to look forward to at the end of a study period or the end of a difficult week. So really important you don't uh, let those things slide. Yeah, awesome advice on, in, so many, in so many areas there, and I, I love the – the, the studying together type of thing and, and using people around you to help keep your motivation up or just help to learn off each other really. And, mm. you know, sometimes we have those negative experiences in the way that we feel like we perform and naturally we can sometimes isolate ourselves because we don't feel good in a group um, because, you know, some other people in the group might've done better and, and that's challenging in itself, but getting around uh, people that you can trust and care about you um, is the best thing you can do uh, during these hot weeks um, from a friend's perspective. Then from the teacher's perspective, you know, you've got little time, as we've described earlier. So you want to be making sure you get bang for your buck by having those regular conversations with your teachers, getting those little 
cheeky hints out of what could be coming up on a sack and those little bits and pieces that teachers will will share with you. Um, and then your parents, you know, that they, they, they got your back um, as your siblings do. And, um, you know, it's it's just nice to sometimes vent and and uh, just get it all off your chest and, you know, how, how hard this week is and how much it's unfair that you get eight sacks in one week and the other people have got, you know, a free ride and all that kind of stuff. So that's what everyone is there for. So lots of great things to discuss um, in that space. It's a great advice. And I guess the the other one, Isaac, that I will probably finish with is the fact that um, I think today the the VCAR exam timetable, so your end of year exams uh, timetable just got released, I think, in the last day or two. Um, so everyone should be sort of checking this right now and, and thinking about, um, you know, the hot weeks in the exam period. So we talk about hot weeks in term two and three, which is sort of prevalent for most of those terms. And then that sort of dissipates as you go into your exam prep climb. And, and then, you know, your exam timetable can come out uh, sometimes really, really tough uh, where you get four or five exams within a week. And then your hot week is, is replicated all over again. So uh, Isaac, I guess, I'll throw it to you to finish off. Mm-hmm. The, do you feel like the learnings of of dealing with hot weeks in term two and three will help keep students in good stead for like the real deal when it's really on the line, I guess, in terms of assessment and the results later in the year in the exam weeks? Absolutely, Jimmy. And I think what also we, we should acknowledge is that it's that diversifying your subjects. You, you've got to sort of change your brain in a way. You might go from a so- subject in the social sciences to mathematical you know, within within a day, right? You've got to really switch up your your thinking and your approach, and completely different content, right? It's very rarely that the same subjects in the in, at least in the VCAR timetable uh, clumped together uh, in terms of being on the same day or or back to back days. So, if you're able to to have hot weeks and deal with this pressure now in term two, and you know when it does come inevitably in the, the particularly the start of term three as well, well you'll be in great stead for where you have to, you know, have back-to-back days of exams or have two exams in the same day. Um, so, you know, and, and they're very real realities, right? I think maybe some of the members are just looking through and some of the listeners would just be looking through their timetable and and might be annoyed, upset, angered, or someone not, you know, being different to it, just just move on. But just just be aware that, you know, the, these sacks are a great way to prepare for that, you know, towards the end. So, yeah, Jimmy, that's what, how my perspective is on that. It's, it's, it's so true and... And I guess something that we we preach a lot is it's the, the the learning growth and the learning journey. Even though you might have a tough week um, and not get the results you want, or things might not go your way, but what what do you learn from that week that you can apply to the next hot week that you're going to get? So you're only going to get better at sort of dealing with these hot weeks the more you experience them. As long as you reflect upon that week and see where your growth can be, and ultimately that applies to then you know the the November exam period, which is one of the most stressful times uh, for all students. But if you take your learnings along the way. You generally have time to prepare at least for that um, that exam period, unlike some of these hot weeks now, where you've literally got no time to get through three, four, five sacks. But you'll have you know six to eight weeks worth of sort of time that you can actually prepare for your November exams, where you might meet that challenge again. So um, I think it's a really, really sort of pertinent topic now for students um, to have a listen to, and know that you're not alone in facing these challenges, and it's a really stressful time. We talk to students all the time, and this is um, this is a really probably the most challenging time of the year because you're sort of halfway through and you're getting sort of crammed with all these sacks, but it, it will get better. Um, so stay positive and And just to summarise, choose your battles, um, you know, know which sacks are worth the most and try to prioritise your time towards those. Try to stay in touch, as Angelica said, like as much as it's tempting to just invest every single second into the next assessment, it's going to catch you up a bit later and, you know, to 
to please your future self, which is a great life philosophy as well. Um, and as Jorg's mentioned, um, and Isaac, you know, getting getting people around you to to support you in that space of uh, either studying together or or spending time with your teachers um, or just spending time with your parents and just getting stuff from your chest. So uh, we hope you sort of enjoyed some of tonight's episode. We think it, it's uh, it, there's some helpful strategies there. So thank you guys. Thanks to the team again for their uh, incredible insight. And we look forward to our next episode, which we will be doing in the next couple of weeks or so. So good luck with those hot weeks. Uh, and we will uh, we will be back soon with another episode. Thank you, guys.